to the This Ain't yeah, That man, Podcast. You good? I know you like yeah, that. You I know oh, you like that. Yo, we back. Hey, without further ado, episode seven is here. Finally, um, take shit. Oh no, five takes. Take four. <laughs> uh, fourth time's the charm. I swear to God, it is. It's the one. It's the one. If this ain't the one, then yeah. I quit. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. If this ain't the one. We going right to episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna just skip seven. Um, but yeah, man, this is episode seven of the This Ain't That podcast, man, with two of your favorites, myself, Big Dez, and of course, I'm accompanied by my main man, my right-hand man, Mr. Turnaround, take this pick, Mr. V-Lone, manager himself, Rick Fleas in the building. Yo! And we here, dog, fresh off the vid. Shit, I'm still fighting it. Yeah, my man's still fighting that <laughs> case, that fed vid case, and I'm fresh, I'm, I'm back home, they just welcome me home. Hey, I think they called me this morning. I got a call from a Maryland number or some shit. Oh, yes. The feds definitely going to call you. Yeah. And they asked you some of the wildest shit. Like, Nigga, I not really wildest shit, but it's like, um, is this your address? Um, are these your known associates? They, they, where, where have you been? I damn near threw my phone out the window. I ain't gonna lie, my nigga. I don't even like answering calls that I know. So I damn sure ain't answering. They got to leave me a message. Let me know when I can get back to them. Yeah, yeah. They, the health department definitely get on you. But yeah, man, you <coughs> excuse me, you fresh off the shit. I swore up and down, I ain't have it. I swear this was just the flu. Man, that shit was I, was, I was fighting that shit for 14 days. Like, I was watching a Drewski video. He was like, I'm fighting, twin. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was fighting that shit for 14 days. Uh, well, now it's been exactly 14 days today. Um, day 12, I lost my sense of taste and smell. Damn. So I, I decided to go get another test, and uh, yesterday the test Damn. result came back positive. But it's crazy because I feel fine now. I just don't have sense or taste or smell. So I think I hope this the end of it. I was running through scenarios last night and this morning, and I was like, I hope I didn't have some other sickness before, and now this is the start of COVID. I don't think that, but but that'd be some bullshit. Like nigga been sick for thirty flu, days. Niggas had the flu then COVID. Yeah, that'd be yeah. some sick shit. Shit, I'm 34 days. I still ain't, I really can't smell um, everything that I, it's like faint. Like something got to be literally under my nose for me to smell it. That's how I am. And it got to be something strong. Like, if it's something that just got a a slight smell to it, I ain't going to be able to smell it. It got to be something strong. And I got to really try to smell that shit. I ain't smelled a fart in days. Like, I just be. (laughs) Just be letting shit go. (laughs) Fuck it. I got candles burning. I got fragrance, uh, little glade scent things. Ain't smell nothing. I ain't gonna lie. I'm. F- I've been. Uh, I've been fucked up for about the last two weeks, so I ain't really got a chance to clean up. But since my positive test came back, I'm gonna lock myself in the crib this weekend and clean up. And uh, I'm gonna be sick because that that's like the icing on the cake when you clean up. You, when you go get the the air wick or the glaze scent yeah. and plug them in. That's the icing on the cake. I ain't even gonna be able to smell shit. I got them joints going. I can't. I ain't smell not one. But I get them about every two weeks, every week, depending on. Yeah. I got one in every room, so. Yeah. But yeah, that shit gonna be ugly. But and what's what what's another thing that's kind of fucked up about it is your smell and taste are like associated. Yeah. So the, with me not being able to still not smell as strong as I could, 
I still can't taste as well. Yeah, so food don't really hit like it used to. It don't hit at all. Fuck it really that! It don't, don't hit I'm, at all. I'm eating for the vibes, really. Just That's so, it. So I'm diminished. So I'll pass out. Yeah, <laughs> nigga. I um, I didn't. I couldn't eat for like seven days. Like, yeah, I couldn't eat. I lost about ten pounds so far. So sure, okay. I, I should have been sick. Nigga should have <laughs> <should've> been sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I couldn't eat for like seven days. Like I would, I would only be able to eat like maybe once a day or shit. Some days I wouldn't eat at all. I think it'd just be drinking water and Sprite. Yeah. And that's because like I felt like I had a, like a stomach flu almost. So okay. the first day that I could eat, then I ate like four times that day. Then the next day I was back on some not hungry shit, couldn't eat. But now for like the last three days since I've been straight. I'm hungry than a motherfucker, but then I lose my taste, uh, my sense of you taste and like smell. So up, now right? I'm just eating. Nigga, I don't have Fazoli wings like the last two days in a row just so I, I can my taste buds know I'm eating something. I got to have some spicy shit. I heard those busting, though. No, them bitches bad. I ain't seen a Fazoli. Bus- so now, don't get me I've wrong. Here. They taxing for them. Like, 10 bonus wings is like $10. Damn, they but, want a dollar a wing? Damn near. Damn. But they bad. Flavor, I don't, you know, I only get the, I only get the uh, mild. I get they got mild, medium. I think they got uh, barbecue. They got hot. I got the medium the first time I went. And them bitches was too hot. So. They taxing because of that chicken shortage. That shit real in the field. No, I ain't gonna lie. Fazoli's just tax. Period. Fazoli's one of the most highest drive throughs you can go through. <laughs> them bitches be tripping. But no, that chicken shortage shit really real. Like down here, like. um I think I had slid to a spot, American Deli, and they wouldn't even give me all drums. They told me they I had to take the mixture however they came because they couldn't do that for me no more. They're being awesome. I, want, I hate, don't, hey, I used to work at Chicken Coop. I hated you niggas who came in and made y'all order extra. Man, it was just one black lady used to come and be like, I want only small wings. Like, bitch, you think I'm going to pick through all these wings and pick out the small ones? You're going to get whatever the fuck I put in this tray. <laughs> but but as I got older, I understood what she was saying because them big-ass chicken wings do not taste right. Yeah, no, nah, that makes so one. I, I, them steroid I respect joints ain't that it. now. But, uh, yeah, don't make hard. Got the cook back there picking out all drums. I tell <laughs> niggas it's a chicken shortage, too. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't doing all that. Nah, uh, man, it's, it's some... Well, I don't know what we living through. Right, we living through some wild times. Like I can't. I wonder what my son be really thinking because I know he he just kind of just chilling. He don't really know what's going on. Definitely would have rather lived through like the civil rights time than running out of gas. Yeah, like, man, at least I ga- at least I know who hate me in the civil rights time. Just no, stay away from the white people. Where, I'm good. I know where not to the, go, not right. to do. What time I shouldn't be in the crib, nigga. I'm out here. It was no gas, chicken shortage, uh, fucking sauce shortage. At a chicken place, so it's like shit. Y'all might as well close up shop. Y'all running out of yeah. <laughs> niggas running out of chicken out of and sauce. Dog, Chick Fil A out here passing out one sauce per bag. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Chick Fil A not as good as y'all be making it seem, but it's better in the south. Yeah, because that shit up here. Only thing I ever got from Chick Fil A was the spicy deluxe, and yeah, for some reason that bitch do not be smacking like how it should. No, it's better in the south. I will. Say. I heard the uh, mac and cheese was fire, but. No. I lack toast intolerance, so I, I eat some mac and cheese. I'd be fucked back, up. I ain't seen nobody anti with the back arm fat <laughs> yelling at kids, telling them to get out the kitchen making that mac and cheese. So I'm going to pass on that. It's too much politeness going on in that. It's mac too and much cheese. polite shit. 
Yeah, it ain't even burnt on the top. So I'm I'm gonna pass on their mac and cheese. They I I heard it's good, but nah, I'm sure. I ain't had it yet. I don't think I ever have it. I I, I developed a lactose intolerant within the last few years, so I can't eat shit like that. I remember I ate some uh I ate some uh five cheese mac and cheese and uh on New Year's Eve, like a couple years ago, boy, I was in a blender for the whole next day. Uh, I'm damn near the same way, but for the shit I like, I deal with it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. If it's if it's like if if the situation called for it, I get a couple bites, but I can't I can't go crazy. But yeah, we we back off the we back off the COVID. Um, you 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 back off it. I'm gonna be off of it here soon. Hopefully, I'm gonna yeah. uh, I'm gonna go get another test on Tuesday. So shit. Until then, I'm down, just locked man. in the crib. And before we get off that topic, I do want to apologize for anything insensitive I ever said about COVID. Um, I, it came from an ignorant place. It came from a space that I never had experienced it. So I was just, you know, talking to be talking. But uh, I don't wish that shit on my worst enemy. Um, sorry to anybody that was affected by directly affected by COVID. And even just the shit that's going on in general, it's like it hit different when you're actually affected by it. Like and a it's a mental sh- thing, though, because, uh, man, like I was sick. And, you know, I was talking to y'all every day about how I was feeling and shit. But because that first test that I took came back negative, in my head, it wasn't COVID. So right. it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm just trying to beat this sickness. But once I got the positive test yesterday, it even made me feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So I think if I would have tested positive before, it for some reason, the shit would have been worse just because yeah. I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you probably would have sent yourself down a rabbit hole of thoughts thinking yeah. about the stuff that you've only heard or reported about COVID, like, okay, I got it. Like, is this going to yeah. happen to me? Especially because I got asthma. So I'm oh, high yeah. risk. And I, you know what I'm saying? That's just supposed to sit niggas like me down. But thankfully, you know, throughout the whole time, I've experienced shortness of breath, but it, it hasn't been nothing that I have, you know, because with asthma, anytime that you get sick, no matter if it's the cold, flu, pneumonia, whatever, you got shortness of breath. So right. it, it was just normal, you know, shortness of breath whenever I got sick. So, Luckily, it, it didn't uh, really sit me down, but yeah, that shit that should have fucked you up. I mean, you can't do nothing but sit there and think about you in the crib. You're not supposed to be outside for real, so you can't do Solitary shit. Solitary confinement, I'm basically in jail. Yeah, basically practice for when them PPP loans start backfiring <laughs> on niggas. So if you got COVID and you took one of them, you did. You know, you got your practice in. Yeah. So basically, you had that 14 times. 114. So, <laughs> I just add some months on that 14s. So you, you figure, yeah, you add about. I mean, if you're a law abiding citizen, they they probably gonna slap you on the wrist, probably a light 18 months or something. You're just gonna probation do or something like that. Probation or a little fair time in the camp, so you'll be all right. <laughs> but just imagine you're just in the crib, not you ain't no shit. Like, I, I, don't last, I, um, I understand why people doing them crimes because they're not coming with a lot of time. Nigga, I seen the article that uh. Somebody scammed six million. Like uh, somebody scammed six million. They only facing thirty years, and that's the maximum. So you know, anytime that you get a charge, the news always tell you the maximum Max, sentence yeah. of the period. So you you took six million from the government, and the max is thirty. You're not even gonna get that thirty. Yeah, you right. might get like eight, ten, depending on your lawyer, your background, lawyer, your background. And the- so six million for eight years in the feds. To some niggas, that's an even trade. Yeah, and some niggas feel like shit. It ain't nothing but a life vacation anyway. 
but I mean, once they tell you eight years plus, you got to pay back. Oh yeah, five point six million in restitution. <laughs> Knowing that you ain't gonna never see five point. Yeah, that work. So like niggas that owe restitution, that never amount to that type of money. Like, is that debt passed on? No, I don't think they can pass it on to nobody, but uh, I think they get as much as they can get out you, for sure. I wonder, like, how that really works. I would love to – I really love to talk to somebody on that. But <laughs> it's like – Do any of our listeners owe $2.2 million in restitution? Yeah, like, <laughs> and you work a regular job. Like, how much of your funds do you actually see? I know you probably don't get, like, no tax return. Um, you probably don't get, like – I don't know. I know your shit getting garnished somehow, some way. Cause if they come, if they garnish niggas shit for child support, I know for a child that they don't even give a fuck about, I know damn well for they money coming to get you about their money. God, ooh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, so um, imagine leaving, you. leaving, get fresh out of jail from eight years, and now you owe a nigga five point six million. Talk about, a, talk about <laughs> a fresh start. Then you go to your probation officer. So yeah, how would you like to get on this payment plan? <laughs> we can do a hundred dollars a day for the next. <laughs> You can do $100 a day for the next 6.5 years. That, that, should rough, that should cut it down significantly if you want to start today. Be sick as fuck. God. But, yeah, shout out to um, shout out to all the people that beat COVID, man. All the people, you know, we still – this shit is still real. Um, I don't know how I feel about the vaccine, really. Um, I'm, I keep teetering. One day I say I'm going to go get it, then the next day I'll be like, yeah. yeah. I seen somebody send me some shit that it wasn't even FDA approved. So I don't even know what the enough, fuck that means. It ain't enough concrete information for me to just make a, a solid decision. I'm not talking down on anybody that has did it. You know, anybody that did it, they did what was best for their situation and the people around them. Yeah. Um, as far as me, I, I just, I don't know enough. So I'm going to continue to, I'm going to try to be as mindful as I, I mean, I feel like I was pretty mindful before I caught it. I caught it doing some lame shit. I probably shouldn't have just been at the gym no way. I think I caught my shit from the gym too. Yeah, so I think if anything, the gym should be closed because it's niggas go to the gym when they sick. Like that's the thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna just switch this shit out. What's crazy is I switched gyms for that fact, for that simple fact that I was going to Planet Fitness and Planet Fitness was fucking packed every time that I went in there. And just the caliber of people that be at Planet Fitness, they not wiping shit down every time. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. LA Fitness, them niggas in there. Not on that. I switched gyms to the Y. And the why, when I go, I go at six in the morning. So it's maybe one person, two two people max, other than you, you know, at whatever area you in. So I'm feeling better. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there. I'm still wiping the machine down, but I'm still, I'm feeling better about the overall. Then I get COVID. And I think that's the, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I I wasn't around, like, you know, I I don't be around no big crowd of motherfuckers. Uh, Everybody that I'm actually, closer to six feet is people who I actually talk to on a daily basis. I mean, because if you so. think about it, sick niggas don't go out. Sick niggas go to the gym. Like, I'm about to, I'm about to get this sweaty, you know, I'm going to try to feel better, yeah. you know, get yeah. a sick nigga not going to the strip club, like, shit, I'm going to, shit, some titties should make me feel better. <laughs> oh, I'll be good if I just go, I just got to see some titties, bro, I'm going to be good. Like, yeah, no, nah, you're right. Sick nigga not going to the club and getting a section. You're right, because yeah. that's the only thing I thought about doing when I was sick is trying to sweat that shit out. Nigga, exactly. I, took it. So, I was hot boxing in the uh in the bathroom in a steam on the steam type time trying to get <laughs> that shit go. That's why nigga ban the gym. The gym is the reason why niggas catching the bid. That's why that shit's still out here. Sick that niggas shit. go to the gym. Sick niggas don't go to the strip club. Sick Facts. niggas don't go to the restaurant. 
Sick niggas, sick go. niggas go to the gym and Target. Gym and Target, yeah, and Walmart. They be in that bitch sick as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but man. um, off that, off off that, we've man. been gone. We ain't recording in damn near a month. In a month, and like social media time is like damn near a year. We done miss so much shit. I ain't I gonna lie, y'all. Cover all that shit, but fuck all I ain't gonna lie, y'all. We have recorded. We this is our fourth time recording <laughs> in a month that we've been gone. This is our fourth time recording. Yeah. But the first time, what happened the first time? Oh, the first time we was recording, I recorded it. I usually don't do this shit. I this usually up to Didi, and it did it didn't save right. So that was the first time. And the second time we recorded, we felt good about it. When it uploaded, it was glitching, and that same shit happened a third time. So this the fourth time. Our topics that we got, we got some new shit, but we just basically freestyling this one for y'all because yeah, because I mean, shit. social media time, so much shit happened. Too much shit. I just been, I don't know. I mean, like like you said, we've been recording, so we got a chance to cover. It. I mean, we didn't talk about it. We just didn't get a chance to release none of that stuff. Yeah, so so, so fuck it. We we off the top. Yeah, um, so off the dome with this one. I know some hot shit this week to all my podcast listeners who flew in with the Joe Budden podcast. It's unfortunate how, you know, that situation yeah, yeah. is unfolding. And at first, I ain't going to lie. I was a person who I never liked Joe Budden before the podcast. Uh-huh. He was just always like an old, lame, corny nigga to me. Uh-huh. But uh, when I started watching the podcast, them three together, like, made it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like a... It, it it was a good vibe, them three together. So then when the shit happened, I figured it was probably about some paint. So they took their little hiatus or whatever. They come back, they do that one episode. And that episode was weird as fuck. Um, to sit up there and listen to them voice their opinion and try to make it seem like, oh, yeah, we good now. What you could clearly tell it wasn't. And then for Joe to record that episode alone, where he fired niggas on air, live on air. I watched um, uh, part of it in the beginning. He was like, some of, he said Rory name and, pro- and pause the music. So if you yeah. weren't like now, if you weren't watching the visual episode, you would have thought Rory was like right there. Yep, I I listened to the uh, to the audio because you know he put it up early and then deleted it. But somebody yeah. had the whole audio which they put up on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, so I listened to the whole audio. The only reason I knew that they weren't there is because later in that episode, he actually said he wished they was there because he wanted this was he was going to say. Yeah. Um, but listening to his angle, to be honest, he's not wrong. He's not far off. He He's not yeah. wrong in his angle and how he want to run his business and therefore, you know, what you get. But he's wrong because them supposed to be his friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's why. The, that was the it's, angle. It's like, yeah, you, don't it's do your, hard. you don't do your mans like that. Exactly. And that's why I understand that's one of those situations where you can't mix friends and business because as I feel like as your friends, people gonna feel entitled to more anyway, just because we cool. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So as your friend, some folks gonna feel more entitled than the regular average motherfucker just because they know you. You know what I'm saying? They they've been there. So but from what Joe was saying and from what they were saying, them niggas was paid well. They just wasn't owning shit you, you yeah, know what i'm saying like that's that, what, and which which that looks bad on them because they didn't how many episodes they did talking about ownership this on talking about nigga you know what i'm saying so that looks bad on them but at the end of the day joe not really wrong on how he feel he just wrong about how he went about it 
Yeah. And one thing I kind of questioned was, had he always been that way? So if he always presented business that way to them, right? then, you know, y'all taking uh, a shocking, you know, response to it now, then, you know, that's kind of your fault. Right. So he always been like, oh, no, I don't owe y'all niggas nothing. Like, y'all not y'all not a part of that part of the business. Like, we just pie. We'll pay y'all. Don't worry about, like, if he always had that stance with them, then, you know, I can't really – I can side with him because he's been the same nigga since the beginning of it. But from the sounds of it, it's like – like you said, it was more so a friendship that turned into a business. And from what it sounds like, the way he was business, explaining, like them two niggas didn't even start off on the podcast. Like it started with like a female, a female and yeah. uh, somebody else, and then they came along. It was early when they came along, but they came around. Like so, it wasn't like they sat them. Them three sat down and was like, "This is what we finna do." They just came on there as guests, and it grew to what it is now. So yeah. you know that's what the, it's um, been. Which it really in the, that um, situation, that's kind of y'all fault. You know what I'm saying? If y'all not hashing out, okay. I mean, if you think about that, that's just like you, all right? You got a podcast, you 20 episodes in. Then on the 21st episode, I come as a guest, but I'm just never, I never leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as it's growing, of course, you probably paying me. You know what I'm saying? You you paying me as it's growing, but in your head, you wouldn't think to, okay, well, let me cut him in on ownership. You know what I'm saying? Because technically, that's not what it was originally when we sat down. Right. I'm getting paid for my time. But as far as ownership, we never sat down and established this podcast is ours. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's And that's how I feel like Joe is looking at it, which, honestly, that's not wrong way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? You, not, you, didn't, but... you didn't sit down with them, too, and build a podcast and sketch it out. This is what we doing. We all own it. That was his podcast. He just allowed, you know, they just got on there and, and they messed like, well. And that's where I think where he the friendship turned business part should have been like, all right, man, I want y'all, like, I see what we doing, and we blowing up, we touring, we doing, right. we dropping merch, you know, your name growing from this, your name growing from this, like, let's, let's get the paperwork straight. But from wow. what he was saying, he, he was saying, like, throughout the shit, like, he was trying to put niggas on, like, I just feel like they all fucked it up, you know what I'm saying? Because, because as Joe, can you really be mad at him that he's not offering niggas to be owners? Can you really be mad at that? Because he Especially knows how much that's his. Exactly. And he know that y'all like they was breaking out the numbers. They said that them niggas is paid in like the top one percent and they Yeah, I think they, they was getting uh, like fifty K a week. I don't know what but whatever they he said they was getting paid good. He said they shit was going up every year. They like yeah. the, the amount of money that they was making. So if you Joe, you see, you know what they getting paid, you know that is better than anybody else doing what they doing. So do you feel like, okay, I'm paying them real good and I need to get them ownership? No, you right. probably don't. You probably don't feel like that. You probably feel like, okay, I'm taking care of my mans and them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, I'm, Which, I'm looking out. But as them, you probably feeling like, oh, we getting money, but we not owning nothing. You know what I'm saying? This right. We help build this podcast. We don't have any ownership. So can they look at it like that? I don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't I, know. And even with you giving that perspective to even look deep a little deeper into it, it's like pod is what Joe does. That's like his main stream of income. So yeah. this is what how he eat. This is how he feed his people. Like even outside of the Joe Button podcast, he's got the Joe Button Network that other podcasts are on and under. And I think he got another he had another show on like Revolt TV. So like this is this is his lane of revenue. 
I'm not sure what Maul and Rory are actually into, mm-hmm. but I'm from the sounds of it, it wasn't. That's not their main source of income. I know like Rory had like Duce Palooza. I know Maul's tied in, you know, Rockefeller and Rock Nation and all that shit. So not sure like. And for what Joe was, Joe was breaking it down. And again, and again, you know, you really don't know because this all only from Joe's perspective. So you, without niggas really knowing Joe, but this is what he's saying. Um, he was saying, even though that wasn't their main source of income, like you know that 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 wasn't they, it was it was the most income that they was getting, I guess, from yeah, what okay. he was saying. And he was on some, he was on some. You know these niggas getting paid this good, and they're not even treating this like a job. He was like, you know, he was like, me and Parks coming, you know, from a they was doing. I forgot what he said, but they were doing it from like seven to four. And he said, then we coming right over here to pie, and we still gotta wait hours for niggas to pull up. And then when niggas pull up, niggas don't not prepare. He's saying like niggas didn't listen to this, niggas didn't watch what they were supposed to watch, niggas yeah. wasn't in tune with what they were supposed he used to be on more ass about yeah. being late. Yeah, so it's like. He's not wrong for feeling that type of way. Unfortunately, in a in a in a setting that he in, and with the business that they in, you know, when when shit hit the fan, you kind of got to explain it to the world. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's really not shit that you could take care of behind closed doors. But he he not all the way wrong on how he feel. Like when I listened to it, I was understanding, you know, where he was coming from. It's just sad that it unfolded like that because mostly because Joe seemed like the type of nigga who. He got to let shit go all the way wrong before he can fix it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's he, what he can't get ahead of the curve and fix it. He got to let shit go all the way wrong. He got to say some shit that he might not mean. He got to let somebody else say some shit that they might not mean. And then, then he want to try to go back and fix it. Yep. Wrong. Like, well, you know, I've been having to tell you, like, he's mentioning yep. shit about, like, not treating it like a job. Like, I remember there's always episodes, you know, throughout the years. You tell, like, shit, I'm always late. I'm always late. Yep. So it's like that's something you could have cut into him about way earlier. First couple times, like, hey, bro, we gotta be on time. And then it's like, all right, cool, my fault. You know, I'm gonna stop doing that. Yeah. Or hey, can we make a, a different time frame so I can make sure I'm there no matter what? And that's what I feel like a lot of. That's where I feel like that's where the friends and business don't match up because some people scared to voice their opinion. But it's like if you can't voice your opinion to somebody oh, who you man. call your friend then you you should start questioning, like, is you really... Because I feel like all of my niggas, anybody that I talk to on a daily basis, if they doing some something that I'm not feeling, no matter if it's business or not, but especially if it's business, especially if it's something that's generating money to fund our lives, I feel like I'm going to be able to bring up anything. And I also feel like the niggas who I'll be in business with would be able to bring up anything to me. And that is as little as, hey, you know what I'm saying? We here on time every day while you be late. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anything, because because once you start letting that type of shit slide, more shit is gonna start sliding. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like Joe, one of them niggas who he never ahead of the curve, but he also one of them niggas who like in the heat of the moment he don't let what niggas say affect him. When other people do, like Maul, when the episode that it came back, he said, "You looked me in the face and said it's none of my business." Some niggas not gonna let that go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He gonna now Maul Ma is gonna think about that every time. You know what I'm saying? So like every time y'all have a conversation from here on out, that's gonna be it. So yeah, it's sad that, that that you know what I'm saying. They they shit came to an end like that. I would have rather like niggas just found something better to do and ended yeah. the podcast and they niggas fall out about it like a farewell tour and yeah. all that shit. It would have been dope, but it is what it is. 
you learn lessons from other people's, you know, mistakes. Like when we get to that phase, and we ain't gonna have to worry about shit like that. Facts. I mean, I don't think we never would either, cause shit, dude, we doing guess, this shit. I mean, I guess this it, nigga Joe just did a show with his therapist. I know he did a show with. Uh, he did the Adam Jumper Twenty One Pod like yeah, earlier this week. I think the one he dropped today is with his therapist. Oh, want he. I don't want to watch that shit, man. Yeah, it's going, over with. It's I knew he was going with. outside when he had Kevin Sanders on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ma was tweeting on Twitter the other day. He was like, he was like, like uh, after that episode came out, he was on Twitter like he was he was basically on some, uh, you know, I've been quiet for too long type shit, and he was he was saying little subliminals and he was talking about how uh how Rory how uh him and Rory need to say something. He was like he think he owed the fans something. Yeah, he feel like he owed the fans the explanation because that nigga but- Joe did say on that podcast. He said, well. Uh, Rory and Maul can go do a podcast, and then he was like, "Well, actually, no, they can't for a year. And if they for try, I'm gonna sue the fuck out their ass." I was like, "Damn, yeah." So that just show you right there that, like, Joe don't give a fuck. <laughs> Joe don't give yeah, a fuck how so. long he knew you or nothing. When it comes down to like, his uh, business shit, he yeah, looked out for shit. him and only him. Yeah, so you got to watch out for niggas like them. Facts. Like, but like yeah. I said, speaking and operating as a business. And him only looking out for his interest, you can't be mad at somebody about that. But you can't be mad at your man's about that, if that makes sense. You know yeah, what I'm saying? it makes sense. Like, I hope it didn't go over too many people's head. But, um, yeah, that was some, it was fucked up to watch that shit go to, to the demise that it did. Cause, like, I got into podcasts and because of them, like, even introducing this idea of pod, like, it was because, like, damn, I like their chemistry. Like, damn, they kick it. Like, outside of, yeah, podcast. I yeah. feel like if the mics went on, no cameras was on, they had them same type of conversations with nobody watching. And I felt like our and friend the, uh, had it like that. And I feel like you know, me and you definitely had that type of rapport with each other. So I was like, shit, why not? Me and my man sit down and just talk our normal shit and let other people hear. It, so, yeah, and that's the only podcast I listen to outside of your uh, your organic fatherhood podcast. When I when I first started tuning in the podcast, it was yours and there. So. After that, like you know, I done I done bounced around from all that different type of podcasts, but none of them was giving me the feel that they was giving just because the three together worked. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I listened to a million dollars worth of game. Wallo and Gilly be saying some shit, but them niggas talk too much. Like they'll cut a yeah. nigga dead off. They'll ask a good question and cut a nigga dead off and answer their own shit. Man. So, and then, like, but Nori shit, I don't like the sound quality. Niggas be um, he the same be- way. East get Coast too excited talk too much. and get drunk and start yeah. wilding out and shit. I ain't got time for that, man. <laughs> the East Coast niggas talk too much, but... Talk too fast. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's fucked up that they had to go out like that, but... but I can't now wait that to they go, Rory respond. So they gone now. So if y'all ever need to feel that void... We need, we need to hit up Joe, see how we can get on the network. Yeah. Tell, yeah we need to hit up Joe, see how we can get on the uh, the network. <laughs> or if Amal need a platform to do his uh his tell all story, he can come tap his in exit interview. Yeah, <laughs> he can do his exit interview with us. Yeah, he can do it with us. We don't watch enough. We know what questions to ask. Yeah, so you tap in, and if y'all need something to fill that void, because Joe ain't really doing it for y'all, y'all tap in with us. Because you know we're gonna bring that shit every thanks, other Wednesday. Thanks. You know we ain't taking no more break. None of that shit. I feel like all technical difficulties out the These window. Breaks wasn't this break wasn't intentional so, at all. Uh, We've been we just been trying to fight back. Um man, yeah. a whole bunch of new music dropped. Hey, and before we get into the new music, 
um, how do you feel about artists repackaging like they shit that been on um, mixtapes or on YouTube or whatever and putting it on the streaming platform? You know what? I fuck with it. Uh, I think the first artist that I noticed that did it, I won't say he was the first to do it. I noticed when Drake did it, when he like re-rocked everything mm-hmm. and put it back together. Because um, I love, we grew up in a mixtape era. We grew up on Dat Piff and live mixtapes where yep. you had to go to multiple streaming platforms to listen to different things between Dat Piff, live mixtapes, YouTube. So, YouTube. Um, so with everybody like, you know, basically repurposing their old music and putting it back out there, putting it all in one space. I love it. I was happy when Wayne put, um, what was that, No Ceilings on uh, Apple Music. You know, when Future put yeah. Beast Mode and Monster and all that shit on uh, Apple Music, I was just like, that's what that's what I like as a fan because it bring me back to the times where I, I became a fan and it bring me back into the times yeah. where I was, where I was when I started listening to that music. And it also gives people who are late to the party of being fans of these people to see where, like... It gives them one started. place to like, go. Like, yeah, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, Nikki shit, for prime example, a lot of people who are new to her fandom don't know where it started. Like, oh, this... Right. You know, Beam Me Up Scotty is, like, where it started. It. Like, that's where the hype really started. Itty Bitty Piggy, all that shit. So it's like, okay, I see where it came from. So I love it. I love the idea, honestly. I agree. I think it's a win-win. I, I don't think you lose at all in them situations. Like you said, it give everybody who's been around, um, you just get to listen to it all in one spot. You know, you don't got to keep searching it on YouTube. You don't got to go from YouTube to that piff. So you get it all in one spot. You can let it play through. And then as an artist, you win because artists get paid off streams now. So if you're a big enough artist, you can do that and – Make money. So yeah, you're making up. money off shit that came out eight, nine, ten years ago. So mm-hmm. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Um, I I don't know if I like the idea of you not putting out nothing in a long time and then you just mm-hmm. come and put out some shit that already been out. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I like the idea of that. Um, I, like I feel it. like if you're going to do that, it should be after like um, like immediately following like kind of how like they do the deluxe okay like you should put out a new a, a new or or i guess a teaser it, works. it could be like a teaser like i was gonna say it, it works leading up to an album better probably like you put that out and then two months later you drop your I album think it, it does better like a lead up because it's like yeah yeah, yeah. damn I, he gotta drop something new i remember when this shit was sweet i remember when this shit was fire like damn, I yep. can't wait to. I know the new shit going. Like yep. just bring back nostalgia and bring back like the um like the beginning of your your fandom. Like okay, like damn, I remember when this shit was fire. Yep. I can't wait to yeah, I don't, something new. So I, I agree. I don't think that they should uh not put out nothing and then just drop that and then it, that'd be the end of it. I think that should definitely be like a lead up to some new shit. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's a smart idea. You can't be mad mm-hmm. at them. You can't be mad at him. That's just, this is like Jordan selling the same Jordans. Niggas always gonna buy him. So yeah, niggas gonna mess shit up. Niggas gonna eat that shit up to the end of time. Niggas ain't, niggas ain't gonna never have enough pair of Concords. <laughs> Ever. Every time the bitches come out, they selling out. Uh, um, did you listen go. to any of the the new music that came out outside of? Um... Uh, so let's talk about what done came out. Like I said, we've been gone for a month. So you know, we got the got money um, back. 
Money Bag. We got the uh, Michigan Boat Boy. Yeah, Michigan Boat Boy. Um, J. Cole just dropped. Yeah, J. Cole dropped. Face gave us a deluxe. A fire-ass deluxe. Um, Who else? Kodak. Kodak dropped. I don't listen to Kodak, so I don't give a fuck. I listened to a couple of them. I li- only song I liked on his was that Dirty K, because he was talking about, like, Carisha and uh, Southside. Oh, he was. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, as far as, like, uh, shit to mention, them them some of the main projects to, to I mention. Somebody else dropped. No, I think that's it. Let me see. Yeah, I can't really think of nothing else. So we got Face, J. Cole, Moneybag. Oh, the Slime Language Deluxe came out. And Khaled. Khaled is who we Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Slime Language Deluxe. Fire. Khaled, who we is forgetting. Khaled. Um, yeah. So uh, I had a chance to, I don't listen to everybody's shit. Uh, my favorite, uh, probably Michigan Boat Boy. Michigan, yeah. Michigan. Whatever, how the fuck you said. Boat shit, my favorite. Um, face, baby face Ray, my favorite too. I feel like uh, I love what Detroit music has grown to and how mm-hmm. it's being nationally accepted now. Yeah. Like at first it was really localized and like it was a, it, it still has its own distinct sound, but it wasn't something that was like nationally grabbed. And now it's like gravitating, like you hear the sound. In other places now, and I like that. I like what Boat did. He gave, he didn't just give them, you know, them a platform. I feel like he really genuinely, you know, liked the sound and the people that he got a chance to record with. Like I feel like those are genuine relationships. So um, I fuck with Michigan, uh, boy Boat, uh, unfuck with with a deluxe, hard as deluxe, yeah, hard as deluxe. Could have came, came second EP. Yeah, mm-hmm. all all every one of them songs is a hit. Except Jack Harlow on Paperwork Party. I liked it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I liked it. It wasn't the best Jack Harlow verse. No, it was um, not. But I, I see, I see, I seen the vision with it. Yeah, I, it was, I think that's. I think it that's was trying uh, to end segregation with that one. I see. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he. he uh, I liked it. It's not terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not, not terrible. It's just, um, but with a song like Paperwork Party. I don't think I would have put Jack Harlow on that. He should have. Yeah. He should have made a, a totally new song with Jack Harlow. I would have been mad if it would have been like ESTG. I feel yeah. like somebody would have added to the flow that uh, what the song was essentially about. Yeah, Jack Harlow come on talk about SBA loans and PPP loans and shit, yeah. and it's like I mean, he's talking his usual shit, you know, his fly but, shit, which is cool. Yeah. It, but somebody else definitely would have. You right, but it's still not a bad song. You know it's what I'm not. saying? It's still it's paperwork party. Uh, is a uh, is a classic. Yeah, so so we here with that um, bad project. I think is out of out of all of them, he got a, a solid project. Oh yeah, I, top uh, top to bottom, top album to bottom. wise. Yes, yeah, definitely. He's supposed to be dropping a deluxe. He said he's gonna drop a deluxe. I think like a month or two after. So hopefully we get that deluxe uh, before yeah, the I summer. See him. He uh he on that DMX album. I seen the track list. He on there. Shout out to DMX. God bless the dead. But he could have kept that motherfucking album so my mans and them can drop. Well, my thing is with that is, was the album even going to come out while he was living? Because he didn't seem to be in like album mode. 
as if like he was like you know preparing to drop an album. Honestly, do any of that shit matter? Baby and Dirt, the two hottest <laughs> artists in the generation, was gonna drop a mixtape, and y'all niggas decided to put DMX album out the same weekend. Y'all could have held that. Just hold yeah, it. Just I hold just, on to it. Only thing I feel like with like he just died. Yeah, with albums that you know post death is um they gonna do numbers regardless because the artist is dead. So it's it like just, it don't I didn't know when you it put just, this shit it out. didn't seem like he was. It's just you you hear reports when people are making albums like oh yeah such and such back in the booth. You know, when Nas was dropping the album, niggas knew Nas was going to drop the album. When Jay-Z was about to drop 444, you heard about the shit. Like, you didn't hear about DMX dropping out. Like, is it, like, where are these tracks coming from? Like, were these tracks like said, ever even going to be released? No disrespect to DMX. But niggas not trying to hear a DMX album in 2021, my nigga. We just not. Like, that no, shit is out. Like, it's over with. Just keep that. Let my niggas drop. Baby and Dirk's gonna drop on Memorial Day weekend. Had a whole weekend on fire. Y'all, they pushing it back out of respect because that's what real niggas do. Yeah, real niggas. To to some shit that can wait. That's cool because that give me more time to get a. I need a Rolex. (laughs) You gotta drop Rolly for when they drop one. Yeah, because I gotta have one. So they, that's that's bet. That give me more time to get my shit right so I can have a Rolex so I can, when my captions come out, but when they drop them lyrics so I can put my captions out, my picks gonna hit like they're okay. supposed to. I see where you're so, coming from with that. Okay. I appreciate the push kit. Niggas need a kit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, uh, what else? Cala album was a Cala uh, album. It's exactly it what you expect from a Cala album. And for those that have... are like me with that DJ Cala albums and think that they are not good, you have to, because I think anybody that does that is like, I listen from albums. For, how they sound like sonically, like yeah. how do they flow? Like, can I press play on this and shuffle it and it sounds good regardless of wherever the track placement is? That's what I look for when I listen to albums. Um, one of the albums that I do really appreciate that actually just came out was like, it's really a homegrown album. I sent it in a group chat, it's called Phil Jackson. That shit sounds amazing, like sonically. Like I yeah. can shuffle that and it sounds good from the production to the lyrics to whatever. So Khaled albums are singles that are placed on the album. Right? It's a compilation of singles. They all have individual vibes, individual sounds, individual like the production. It don't it don't align. It so don't. it's just a compilation of tracks. Don't when you're looking for it to flow or to press play on it and just go about your day, it's gonna disappoint you every time. Facts. Um yeah. Every Khaled album that come out is too maybe three songs that you gravitate to for sure and you add them to your playlist but i don't think niggas adding a whole Khaled album and just letting that bitch ride um just because it's not really for that i don't think i, th- I feel like it's, it's what you said it's it's j- just singles right so the next song never gonna sound or flow with the song before or the one after you just gotta listen to them as individual vibes um yep. with that being said when you go in and look at it like that, Cala album's not really that bad, but you're not going to like every song on a Cala album. That's just yeah. not going to happen. So yeah. Definitely um, don't play it. Don't turn it on, press play, and try to you know clean the crib because you're going to get different energies from yeah. different tracks. Uh, J. Cole album. I, so far, I've listened to it like <sighs> in a... <laughs> I listened to it like a, a brief yeah. run-through. Um, Those are. It's hard, though. It, it's no, uh, I'm it's it's good substance music. It's not really nothing you gonna um, 
With J. Cole, you're not turning that on in the car with, with more than just you in it. You're not doing that. You ain't even shit. Even if me and you riding, we not <laughs> listening to J. Cole. So J. Cole's something that you listen to on your own. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not finna get niggas in the car and be like, you heard that new J. Cole and throw this on. That's not what uh-huh. you're doing. But um Go it's ahead. a solid, it's a solid project. You know, it's it's substance music. So and not to I think my tweets, even when I mentioned that about like when I say, you know, he wrapped me into a nap, you know, he shouldn't drop music <laughs> on Friday, he should probably drop it on Tuesday. That's not discrediting his talent. Nigga can rap his ass off. He can wrap circles around literally anybody that's considered themselves a musician or a rapper. It's just that his music doesn't do it for me. And that's right. okay. I like it. I will listen to it. I understand it. I, you know, I've the baby feature, fire. The um the 21 feature, fire. Him and 21 always come fire when they come together. So even at the the intro track with Cam uh narrating on it was fire. Yep. Yep. So um it's not to say that you know I don't appreciate his music, it's just it don't do it for me. And that's okay. Like it's not cold hate, it's just like, you know, on my Friday roll around, cut. Fresh cut, you know, alcohol still burning, you know, um, sun beaming 75 degrees out. I want some music that's going to fuel my weekend. Exactly. I don't want to hear about nothing that I should possibly think twice about. Niggas don't want to hear, niggas don't want to be woke. No, I'm not. Not on Friday. Not on Friday. We're going to say that till Monday. Now, if you want to start dropping his music Sunday at midnight <laughs> to start my week, you're going to get a whole different nigga. You gonna, I'm going to be trying to fight world hunger. I'm going to be trying to tell niggas, hey, we need to start investing. I'm going to be hitting niggas with scriptures in a group. I'm all type of shit. But you turn that shit on on Friday, I'm going to turn it down immediately. But it's yeah, facts. Un- facts. Nonetheless, though, still a fire album. Still fuck with it. It definitely got some replay value, like I said. Like you said, um, probably going to play it while I'm working out. You know, Some um, shit like that, yeah. You, you got to listen to him alone. Yeah. You're not, you not never going to pull up to a nigga and pulling up to Bang and J. Cole. Niggas not gonna be in the party banging J Cole, yeah. um, not this J Cole at least. So, uh, but it's still a solid project. Uh, it's yeah. something good to listen to, you know. From that, uh, you 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 can't you can't go from Michigan boy boat where them Flint niggas on there saying anything that come to mind, yes. and then go to J Cole. It's not gonna, that shit ain't gonna work. I love that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna re-listen to that album, man. I, I I ain't give it a good shot. I don't think the first time around. Um, I just listened to a song, what well, a video to the um, Louis Ray and uh, Yachty song. Watch I'm assuming it's off too. the project. You got a that shit called too. like you got a two part vlog. Oh uh, yeah, I, I got a uh, I listen. I watched the music video to the uh, Louis Ray and Yachty song, which I'm assuming is off that project, and mm-hmm. the song was kind of decent. So I'm I'm a I'm gonna try to play it back. Yeah, I'm ready for some new R&B. I ain't gonna lie, man. I need to fall in love. I need to be lusty with my music. You know who I'm waiting on a, uh, that type of project from? Mm-hmm. My boy Huntino. Hey, my, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of local niggas, really, or people that I just know in general, or niggas that ain't really like on that 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 frame of music. Yeah, yeah. But my dog Hunt is one of my personal favorites. Like he has like music industry ready music like he got a sound that's like really distinct my boy go crazy with that with that with that he give you that r&b r&b like street vibe that that's type of r&b that i like you know what i'm saying that that's my lane of r&b yeah 
And it's like he not pushing the narrative of like what type of nigga he is. Exactly. Like he like he, he, he coming all like, vibe. He coming yeah, all like, vibe. He ain't trying to overly push the narrative like yeah I'm a tough nigga like or yeah. like I'm a over like he ain't trying to overly push the agenda that yeah you know I sell dope this is what I do it's like you know he just come say some slick shit that pop he just, shit yeah pop his shit and then, every time yeah you know some fly shit and then you let it ride so I definitely fuck with his music um yeah uh it's uh, I've been listening to his shit for like a few years now. And if y'all ain't up on my boy music, check him out. His Instagram is underscore Hunt Chino, all one word. My boy go crazy. That's what I that's what I listen to. Yeah. As far as that my type of R and B, that's my type of R and B. I don't get me wrong, I like the scissors and all of that too, you know, but yeah, I need I need new Brent. Definitely I need really new never listen to him. Brent give you that type of vibe too. He talk his fly shit too. Okay, yeah, um, I ain't never listened to him. Brent, um, Summer Walker, she sprinkled over it with crack. I swear, every time I press play on that bitch, <laughs> I gotta listen to the whole thing. So, um, I definitely could use some more Summer Walker, even though her her brain is filled with brake fluid. It just really ain't <laughs> all the way there. But um, I can use some more her. Uh, not not her, but I'm like her. Hers and Summer Walker, not her, the artist. Mm. Ella made the summer vibes. She can come Man, She be it's playing May, too. So she can drop June. Facts. Any, actually, any day now. She can come. Facts. Uh, I need that. I need the, the hold that booed up had on me in like 2017, 2016. I need yeah. that same vibe again. I need For that same hold. So uh, Drake still owes us an album. So that nigga can, Drake not dropping until the end of the year. For sure. Man, I think he trying. I don't know what. I think the major artists are trying to see what venues are going to do when it comes to touring, because that's where they make a lot of their money. Yeah. So I think that's what and, major artists are doing. And I think Drake in a fucked up position because he announced the album. So if yeah. he wouldn't have never announced the album, he could have gave niggas like a little DP yeah, or some yeah. shit like that. But he announced the album, so it's like you can't really drop nothing that ain't the album now. And then I didn't. I heard a snippet of it. And that's like the second time I done heard a snippet of it. Uh, when on seeing Green on that track from uh, Nicki Minaj shit, you can't come in and out the you can't come in out of Canada. Like he basically like oh, locked okay. into Canada. That makes. So sense. I don't know how much truth that is to it because I think Wayne was like something about Drake and Free Drizzy because you can't get in and out of Canada. So it's like I wonder does that play a role into why he ain't rolled out his album because he can't you know. Feel, Leave you know, and come back. That, yeah. that would make sense too. But, but knows, we need man, that from him. I hate that sure. he he gave us a date, and then here we are, Four months five later. months later, nothing. Um, I need I need something from Future. I need that. Future definitely got to drop. Hopefully, um, man. Hopefully, it's a big year for music. Last year was kind of slow. It wasn't really it was, hitting no shit slow. last year. Um, so hopefully, it's a good year for music. All around, um, I have started watching Snowfall. Yeah, uh, I'm glad niggas in the group chat already watched the shit because I'm impatient when it comes to them type of shows, and I be wanting to know what's going to happen before. But you know, I'm usually watching it with somebody who don't want to know until it happens. I can't do that, so yeah. I be asking niggas questions like, "Yo, what's 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 going on with this?" That's literally <laughs> some of the best TV that I've ever watched, and I've watched The Wire, I've watched Power. 
Um, I haven't finished The Sopranos, but I'm watching it. Um, and I will say that aside from The Wire, Snowfall has done some of the best character development that I've ever got a chance to witness. Yeah, I, I just finished season three, so I'm on the last season uh, right now, and I ain't gonna lie, that shit is dope. Um, I could have yeah. never watched it weekly, like how no, I could have no. never did like that. I, I I have to only watch it when I can watch it back to back. So but I'm even, glad I waited. Shit, I'm actually glad I got a chance to watch it because the way season four gonna unroll, like that shit would have had my nerves shot. I probably would have been. But awesome I do music. like at the beginning of each episode how they. They play they the flashbacks that they play ain't necessarily from the previous episode. It's it's, it's, it's flashbacks of what's gonna make sense yeah, that's gonna yeah, go on. Yeah. So I like that. Uh, I like that. that whole actually, I didn't pay attention to. Yes, I, at first when you watch it, you think it's like only from the the previous episode, but as the bitches start going on, they give you information from other episodes that happen, so it makes sense to that episode. So um, they do a real good job at that. But yeah, Snowfall dope. I see why motherfuckers was uh watching it when it came out at midnight or whatever to fuck time it came out and niggas was spoiling it on the timeline. See, at that point, like the memes and what niggas was saying never made no sense to me. So I don't even remember it now that I'm watching it. Um, but yeah, that shit dope. Yeah. That's some of the best TV I've ever watched. Um, yeah. You're going you gonna, to uh, be hooked to that shit. If you ain't hooked already, definitely season four going to have you on the edge of your seat waiting for season five. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, and like I said, I usually don't watch TV shows like that just because um, I like to watch shit that's already done and I, like it ain't no more coming out. So I can just binge watch it and get through it. Because um, now after I watch season four, I'm going to be sick waiting on season five. So um, I just picked up my phone. Apparently, I'm the barbs have found my tweets Damn. about Nikki. You stay in the blender on Twitter. Uh, I So... The song I Get Crazy, I guess the girl who voiced that is, she came out and said she hadn't been paid. She said, I get she said, I get crazy with sample. I helped create that beat and I don't have a problem with her using it unless I'm paid. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off and y'all gonna go off. So let's go off. If she was signed way before then, she def she definitely owes me money. She paid for the beat, right? It wasn't free. I ain't coming at her. I ain't just it's, what she said, I ain't coming at her just at just her, I'm coming for every adult it's her song, she has to take a blame and I was like, oh shit I didn't know she hadn't been, I basically just said, oh shit she ain't paying her in all these years and I'm delusional yeah, I see, I see, now I'm looking at it, they fucking you over, yeah, that song was free for 12 years, Lily just got on streaming Friday, what the fuck do y'all be talking about it was free, Lord help these people pay her, what, shit has been free for 12 years, why is she just saying like, I Listen, I'm gonna delete the tweet because it's a few people you don't mess with on the internet. Is the yeah, barbs she, and the beehive? Yeah, yeah. You, you might as well go ahead and get out of that one now. And uh, <clears throat> fans. get it. Go ahead and get out of that one now because yeah, I'm gonna go that, ahead That's and, a little. You can't win that one. Six that one because uh, fuck. I just see it. Damn, I was just going. They go. They don't even give you the benefit of the doubt. They went straight for your jugular. Like I literally just asked the question. Like damn, she ain't paid her. Niggas are supposed to be like. Yeah, she getting paid or like no, it's I'm or no, she ain't paid her because it's free. They motherfuckers on there like, what the fuck is you talking about? Right, like you dumb, you don't even get it. You stupid. Like, all right, here we go. Never mind. You can't fuck with the internet, man. Yeah. Uh, and a lot internet, of that's the days, thing about the internet, though. You either say something that everybody fuck with, or you yeah. say some shit and they completely drag it through the mud for that shit. So. 
one or the other. It ain't never gonna be a just a median. Nah, either they love you or they hate you for it. I'm used to it. I get dragged at least once a month. I'm due yeah. for it. So this is May 15th. Yep, it's about that time. I got dragged last month at the end of April. So, so we're here now. So yeah, I'm good for it. Uh, I hope that everybody that dragged me find our podcast and listen to it. <laughs> Hit the link in the bio. And uh, you know, tap in, tap inwardly, so you can understand where a nigga be coming from. Facts. Because uh, most of the time when I do get dragged, I don't get the opportunity to really just go in. But I just, by the time I say something, I don't even think it's gonna catch fire. I put my phone down, I come back, and it's just being shambles. The way I treat Twitter is, if your reply is too long, like if it's anything more than like one, two sentences. I'm never going to reply back to you because I'm not arguing about this shit. I don't really care that much. I, I just retweet it. Retweet it. reply when somebody replied to something I said because that was your opinion. Like, right. I, I literally only said what I said because that's what I think. I didn't care for you to say nothing back to me. Exactly. So when you do say something back to me, I'm going to like it, yep. retweet it, and then let you going. go about your day. Because <laughs> if you were looking for a back and forth debate about what I just said. Yeah, that shit over with. But I think, man, that's about it. For episode yeah. seven, um, that, man. The, like we said, it's the fourth time. The fourth time, <laughs> fourth time is a charm. This shit don't work. We just gonna be back with episode eight. Yeah, we. There's no more seven if this shit don't work. Yeah, there's no more seven. Um, Only so, eight. but this shit I gonna think, work, man. I think we are gonna upload this one on Monday, assuming yeah, everything yeah, goes right. We gonna get this one out the way. Just to just to because we had the last episode. We we had the episode prep. My man's typed it up. Everything, but. We went to listen back to it. It was the audio was fucking up, so we couldn't give you all that. Um, yeah, so hopefully everything's straight now, man. And we're gonna drop this bitch on Monday, so yeah, we're gonna so wrap it up, get it edited, out. and we're gonna be putting this motherfucker out on Monday. All right, man, we out this bitch.